Scott with SGWellfire.com, Final Days Report, episode 149. We're calling this, Why are the elite poking Russia for war? World War III, many suspect we're already in it. I want to talk about, is this all theater? Is there a real fight or a combination? Personally, I think this is a combination. But first of all, let's get into why I think this is a real fight. I think it's about 70, 30, 70% real fight, 30% theater. And there's evidence for both. Putin and Russia, I think they're a thorn in the new world order, at least the liberal new world order. We probably have multiple power brokers, and I bet you Lucifer's like, hey, may the best Luciferian win. So we've got these mega power blocks and they need, they need the seals to come into fruition, right? Seal one is open. We've proved that. I think they're going to have multiple ways of it. Check that podcast out. Evidence seal one's open. Seal two, I think, is lawlessness and graphene heads, these remote control zombies. We'll get into some scripture there and some evidence that this is happening. Seal three is obviously inflation. I had that dream. A $20 three-gallon tub of ice cream will cost 100 bucks, five times the inflation. Had that dream about gas gangs coming true. My friends, gas has skyrocketed, especially here in the United States. And then obviously seal four is World War Three. So it's all coming to fruition. I think people and countries are getting painted in the corner for this to come to fruition. But let's get into it. Why I think Russia is a thorn in at least the liberal new world order. COP26. So we know the Club of Rome. If you follow my channel, I'm getting a little bit repetitive. They came out with a playbook to depopulate the world that we need to make humans the enemy. Humans are the disease carriers, right? You're the ones that's spreading the disease and you're the ones that's, that are causing global warming. You breathe carbon dioxide. So when they say there's a war on carbon, that means there's a war on you. Don't play for it. So what's interesting with Russia is they actually exposed by hacking into a bunch of climate scientists that they were doctoring their data. That's why the propaganda had to go from global warming to climate change. And many climatologists thinks that we are going into a mini ice age. So we need to thank Russia for exposing the scam. They're a thorn in the globalist side. Another one, when I first woke up, Rick Wiles was talking about how he interviewed this lady from Russia that was hired by Putin to investigate who did 911. And she was going around the circuit in Russia and Rick interviewed her. And basically her conclusion was that these were Luciferians that brought down the Twin Towers and they wanted war. They wanted the Patriot Act. That's not patriotic at all. It's opposite. It's like the Federal Reserve Bank is not federal and has no reserves. The NDAA enslaves us, my friends. And she was talking about how they wanted to destroy the dollar to bring in this one world government. And they were shocked that the U.S. economy still was quite strong. And then she reported this to Putin. It's almost like Putin was not part of the club. He was on the outs when this thing went down is kind of the sense I have. It's admitted that NATO is provoking the bear. They went against their word. They're surrounding Russia. And then the whole bit with the bioweapons labs, that's pretty much come out with bioweapons labs in the Ukraine. It'd almost be like if Texas succeeded and all of a sudden China and Russia put bioweapons labs in Texas, we'd be pissed. And if you follow Dr. Boyle, the expert that has actually done a bunch of UN treaties, he says this is a criminal act and we should prosecute those that are involved in this nefarious, wicked bit. Now, if you follow the propaganda news out of Russia, their goal is to get rid of the Nazis. They have a long history fighting Nazis. So that's their said goal. Just fascinating. It's interesting. 
And then obviously the Ukraine is massive with corruption, right? Biden sitting on the Burisma oil board with no oil experience, human trafficking, God knows what else corruption is actually happening in the Ukraine. So Pierce, Russia is a bit of a thorn. We're gonna get into more why Russia is a thorn. It's just interesting. In the news, these GMO, genetically modified super soldiers, and I did that podcast, banned video by telecom company ISP, probably a terrible name, but I give two stories of super soldiers. One, this woman went to an all-girls school here in the United States and was given shots. And long story short, it's all-girls school, elementary school, and then the school won all the state titles. They dominated everyone. And I asked her, I was like, was this a super soldier program? I just read an article a bit earlier about how women make better soldiers. And then this story came to me and she learned math a different way, a very smart young lady. And she starts crying. She's like, I don't know what the purpose of the school was. I'm gonna have to ask my parents. They had to sign all these waivers and non-disclosure agreements. I never did find out the answer. She ignored me after that. But then also I worked with a colleague from Africa where there was a civil war and he said they were fighting zombies. He was a kid at the time, but he said they, they were just known to be soulless. And then the Syrian government officials said they're fighting GMO soldiers in Syria. And he was serious. And then we cover that French doctor who talked about the genocide in Rwanda, vaccines. I call it graphene heads where you'll have no free will. That They have to give you a trigger, it sounds like, where you're pissed, like reversing Roe versus Wade or having a leak Roe versus Wade or false flags to get you really, really upset. You know, it's all divide and conquer. I call it divide and control. But this is wild. Putin knows something's going on. And I think he actually witnessed some of these GMO soldiers in Syria. It's an interesting article. Putin mentioned in 2017. Let's read. You're terminated. Vladimir Putin warns of the future of sci-fi superhuman soldiers more destructive than nuclear bombs who feel no fear or pain. The Russian president spoke to youngsters at a festival in Sachi about the prospect of mass killing supermen who are incapable of feeling pain or compassion. Multiple touch points here. So if you read the U.S. newspapers, they were saying that, oh, Russia is making excuses losing battles because they're fighting these super soldiers. So then I actually checked out the Russian media, and it's just wicked what is unlocked. Let's read. And we see the cruelty and atrocities which the servicemen of the Ukraine behave, the crimes they commit against civilian population and monstrous crimes that they commit against prisoners of war confirm that all this is a single system of management and a creation of a cruel machine for murder was administered by the United States and those doping that they will still be given in order to neutralize the last traces of human consciousness and turn them into the cruelest and deadliest monsters. Also confirm this, said Arena. You're a viola. In addition to her opinion in the test tubes, the US military laboratories, it is necessary to search for bird and swine flu coronavirus and monkeypox because their special interest in the origin of viruses and pathogens of animal origin, then disguising them as natural pathogens and the natural occurrence of the epidemic is such an invisible maneuver when preferring to go unnoticed they actually create unforeseen situations in different regions of the world. So it's basically working with pathogens under the guise that they're natural and turning them into bioweapons. But really this article talks about how these GMO soldiers are just ferocious fighters and don't have a consciousness. And the videos came out with a bunch of Russian, Russian soldiers just getting shot and tortured to death. 
So there's some evidence of crimes against humanity, some war crimes for sure. I think they're definitely GMO soldiers, but it just gets even deeper. Why do the elite, the global satanic elite hate Russia? Well, Russia, according to multiple sources, including Derek Prince, the late great preacher, Derek Prince, even my cousin was a Baptist preacher in Russia. And I've heard probably seven or eight other testimonies that the Russian people are becoming a Christian nation. Big time. They're reading their Bible. They're God-fearing. And Putin kind of backs up that sentiment. Let's read. A greater mystery than Russian newfound political prominence is Russia's sudden role of the world's defender of Christianity. It seems inconceivable that former KGB operative Vladimir Putin now chastises Western nation for abandoning their Christian roots, Putin says. The people in the West are actually ashamed of their religious affiliation and are indeed frightened to speak about them. Christian holidays and celebrations are abolished or neutrally renamed as if they were ashamed of those Christian holidays. It's funny, this kind of really happened under Obama and it's the news and the education system and the legal system and Hollywood going after Christianity. You got you to tip your hat to Trump. He's like, be bold, Merry Christmas. With this method, one hides away the deeper moral value of these celebrations, and those countries try to force this model on other countries globally. The United States is forcing smut, they're forcing abortion around the world, paying countries, hey, put abortion in your constitution and sexual perversion. Hey, we're just pushing smut around the world. I am deeply convinced that this is a direct way to the degradation uh, and to basically make culture primitive. This leads to deeper demographic and moral crisis in the West. He's absolutely right, my friends. And then it gets more wild. Putin pledged to actually be a defender of Christianity. And he did this with his fruits of saving the Christians in Syria from being beheaded. When the Christians were being beheaded and wiped out, it reminded me of the book of Revelation. The saints will be beheaded for Christ's name's sake. And Syrian Christians love Assad. We're not told the truth, my friends. Let's read this headline. Putin pledges to do everything to protect Christians in the Middle East. <laughs> People were praying for Christians in Syria, and Putin came to the rescue. Let's continue where I think this is a real fight. I think it's 70-30. I think there's some theater. We're going to get in some theater as well. Russia has fought the New World Order on many fronts. Let's continue. The Bolshevik takeover of the United States really happened in Russia years ago. So they've seen this same takedown. And I have heard that the Russians control their central banks, that they kicked out the Rothschild bankers in Iran, Syria, and North Korea are the other four countries where they really have their own autonomy. So I want to play this gentleman as well that kind of backs this up. I've mentioned this a couple of times, so forgive me if you've heard this before, but it's important a lot of people haven't heard it. What's going on in Ukraine? First of all, it's a massive distraction. They're trying to distract you away from what's really going on in, in every, every, everybody, everybody's home country. Now, the Ukraine is, uh, this is not what you think it is. The Ukraine, let's get technical first. The Ukraine is not a sovereign state. It does not have internationally recognized sovereign borders. It's still part of Russia, has been since the 10th century. How about that? Now, lots happened in between. We understand that. But this is like Russia invading Russia. That's all it is. Now, second point, the Ukrainian people are very upset, particularly the Ukrainians in Australia. I get it. But guess what? You've been lied to, just like the Australian people have been lied to. We think we're a sovereign nation. We're not. The Ukrainians think they're a sovereign nation. They are not. See, the truth is slowly going to come out. 
about what's really going on. And what's really going on is this. The Ukraine has been the centre of, uh, of the globalists for decades and decades and decades, 70 years at least. CIA, which is not a good organisation, they're, they're the, the implementers of deep state, let's say, they've been working this in the Ukraine for 70 years, building up a resistance to everybody and everything. Why? Because they needed to bring the Soviet Union down, but they also want the resources that are in the Ukraine. That's what this is all about. Particularly Eastern Ukraine, massive natural resources that CIA goes in, gets control of, and American business interests, and they're not business, they're just robber barons. They're not legitimate businessmen. They just want to steal, and that's what goes on. And so they're taking that away from, from, the, from Russia and the Ukraine. And on top of that, it's the centre of the deep state. And so by Vlad Putin going in, he's cutting the head off the snake. Once Ukraine goes down, because they've already taken out the capital of uh, Kazakhstan. And if you want to have a look at what's weird, go look at the, the architecture in Kazakhstan and, and tell me this is normal architectural uh, buildings of a struggling nation. But Ukraine, that's the head of the snake and Vlad's taking the head off. Once the head comes off, the whole beast will die. So that's what's actually going on, folks. So please... They are going to tell you their stories about um, possible nuclear war and Vlad's the bad man. This is the war with Russia that they wanted with Hillary Clinton as president because she lost. The whole war against Russia was postponed. This is the plan they always had to destroy Russia because they don't have a, a banking system that is under the Rothschilds. What a, you know, what a dangerous course of action that is. Now, I find that interesting. They don't have the bank under the Rothschilds. That's the exact point. And I think this is going to lead to nuclear war from the dreams I've had, but let's get into it. I thought it was interesting. We did a podcast, Revisit Russian Intelligence, COVID-19 Hoax, Why and Who. I think this podcast, this gentleman, this former Russian, I guess, intelligence officer, I think he's about 80% right. And this was early days of COVID-19, but he talked about the agenda with candor. I think he was given permission to do that. He had his military garb on and he was warning the war, world what exactly was happening. And this was a headline I found with Putin as well, calling out Bill Gates. Let's read the headline. Bill Gates accused of starting Ebola outbreak in Africa village by Putin. I mean, good night. He's going after these eugenics people. And then you just got to peel back the onion with Russia. They push back on perverting our kids. We did the podcast, Why So Much Perversion, where they're allowing kids at the age of 15 to make decisions on their gender, to go through surgery. This is just a defilement of not only human beings, but also the sacred parents' rights over their kids. It's wickedness. It's evil. And so Russia has a bunch of laws on the books so you don't pervert their kids. I mean, who's lost the moral high ground? The United States has, my friends. So we did the podcast, Why Are the Elite Poking Russia for War? A lot of it has to do with central banker control. And so that gentleman, what he just mentioned, echoes that podcast that we did. And I think you look for fruits and comments that really talk a little bit about some of these podcasts. And this is a recent article from RT that at, at a 50,000 foot level, it's about nationalism, just like Trump early days was about United States winning, you know, trying to take money away from all these globalist organizations. You got to tip your hat to Trump early days. And I think something happened to him. Somebody got to him. And at the end of the day, I had the dream. Trump is actually following a script with Lucifer now. And so he's the father of the vaccine run, but he did some good things for the country at the start. 
But let's let's read this article that really talks about how Putin loves Russia. By the term sovereignty, the Russian president means freedom of national development and thus each person individually, as well as technologically cultured intellectual education viability of the state and the responsible, active and nationally minded, nationally oriented civil society. Such a state, the president said, will serve as an example for others when it comes to the standards of quality of people's life and protection of traditional values and high humanistic ideals. This kind of world is in sharp contrast to the Western dominated unipolar that's centralized one world government world order, which Putin's opinion is becoming a break on the development of our civilization. He's right. He accused the West of being racist and neo-colonial, saying that its ideology is becoming increasingly more like totalitarianism. So he's a nationalist. He wants his people to win. He probably has his fiefdom. He probably has his power system. He probably has more land than he knows what to do with, with all these resources. And he just wants to have his own fiefdom. He doesn't want to give over control to the beast system. He doesn't. That's what's happening here, my friends. So now let's get into why this is just a playbook. Because I think, I think it's a 70-30 play. I do think, I think Putin's a nationalist. I think he runs his bank. I think he has his power fiefdom. And I think he's fighting for his own side. But at the end of the day, these elite have their power brokers. And they, they need to burn it all down so that they can bring in their one world government and they can have that great alien deception. It's like, hey, you guys can't handle it. You've got war amongst yourselves. We're here to save humanity, but you've got to you know, give up all your rights and come underneath, underneath this one world government is how I think this whole thing will go down. But here's where I've got my, I guess, uh, let's be cautious here of what's exactly happening is we know Putin was part of Klaus Schwab's army of his young leaders, and so is Elon Musk. So I'm not buying Elon Musk for a second. And they're provoking us for Revelation 9 for the fifth and sixth trumpet. And the Lord woke me up, chapter, he said chapter nine is in play in the book of Revelation. I think it's more around the fifth trumpet. And as you read further down, that's about plagues. This chapter is about plagues, but I can't help but see World War III with the sixth trumpet. Let's read. And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, loosed the four angels, which are bound in the great river Euphrates. And what's fascinating is Euphrates is drying up. That is another end of days marker. And the four angels were loose, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay a third part of men. And the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000, 000, and I heard the number of them and thus I saw the horses of the vision and them that sat on them having breastplates of fire. That sounds like nuclear war missiles and adjacent and a brimstone and the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions and out of their mouths issued fire and smoke and brimstone. And again, this goes on to talk about plagues, but I heard an interesting caption. If all of a sudden there's World War III and the, the grid shuts down, maybe not many people die from the physical bombs, but because they've actually taken the Vades shot their immune systems are down and they don't get the nutrition and the proper hygiene gene and they're going to the bathroom and not getting rid of their waste. Plagues will be the major killer here as well. So it's just interesting. And the other piece where I think this is just theater, I remember reading that both Russia and China did not poke their soldiers. And then you get into the Deagle report, right? The Deagle report talking about Western nations, the United States, 
losing 200 million people. So is this a playbook? And that those numbers are 2025. That'll be the next slide. But the other bit why I think this could be theater is World Economic Forum, America's dominance is over by 2030. We'll have a handful of power of global power. So this is by design, the destruction of the US dollar to take it away as the global reserve currency. And these BRICS nations are the ones that are going to win, including Putin. And 90% of countries are signing up and implementing a central bank digital currency that fits all these trackers. And it's a voucher. These central bank digital currencies bypass banks. They're a voucher. So they can be programmed where you can spend. So if you own a Christian business, you probably cannot use your universal basic income to pay for goods and services at that Christian business. Or if let's say you're a patriot, have nothing to do with Christianity but you're for the constitution and they're going to pull money from your account. Or if you have a constitutional type business, you're not probably going to be able to take that as, as currency because it's a voucher. It's wickedness, my friends. It's wickedness, my friends. And then a Deagle report, these countries barely are impacted, barely impacted, my friends. Let's get into scripture a little bit. This is all foretold in the good book, which is absolutely wild. One of the theories I have based on my dreams, is that the end of days 10 kingdoms are really tech companies. What I found interesting is Putin has been, Putin said, who controls AI runs the world, his words. And when you actually dive deep into scripture, for example, with all the 10 kings, 10 horns, um, you think about it, this old Roman empire, right? You go to the United States and you just see Roman Greek type statues, I mean, George Washington looks like a Greek god to me, but they're funding, our government is funding all of these companies. Let's read this headline. The U.S. Department of Defense bloated budget along with the CIA venture capital, venture capital, CIA, helped to create tech giants, including Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Google, and PayPal. The government then contracts those companies to help its military intelligence operations. In doing so, it makes the tech giants even bigger. You dive deep into these big tech companies and their front men, it really smells, my friends. It smells. So these tech companies, these 10 kingdoms, really fit these end-of-days beast systems. We'll prove it out further. But a couple other headlines before we get into that. Big tech was created by the Pentagon, funded by the U.S. taxpayers. Therefore, these utilities are owned by the, we the people. Interesting headline. Let's continue another headline. Technocracy News, the military intelligence origins of Facebook. <laughs> and then that's where they'll have meta, right? That where you can upload your consciousness and live forever. That big lie. And then here's another headline. Elon Musk is not a renegade outsider. He's a massive Pentagon contractor. Folks, good night, my friends. And how I came to this conclusion as well, this podcast, what is Klaus Schwab's One World Government? It's like eight, nine years ago, he talked about governments will be like YouTube. They're tech companies, my friends. They're tech companies. So the 10 kings in the end of days, you've got iron, the old Roman empire. I think this is iron, graphene oxide, mixed in clay, you, right? Some of the words the Bible used, they'll have one mind, these 10 kingdoms. How do you have one mind? You have it with artificial intelligence. And it's diverse. This N4B system is diverse more than all the others. And these tech companies are funded by the government and they're funded by the government really with this old Roman empire, my friends. It's pretty deep once you dive into it. So 
who are the three kings destroyed in the good book? Well, it appears according to the Deagle report, USA has to lose 200 million. And look at all these Western nations that's getting destroyed. But let's read the word of God. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and I saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and 10 horns and upon his horns, 10 crowns and upon his heads, the name of blasphemy. Many think the seven heads are EU and they have 10 horns underneath them, 10 countries underneath them. And then they also show the 10 kingdoms. This is one of the podcasts I did with these 10 kingdoms. And so who are the three kingdoms, three, three kings that probably have that technology I talked about earlier that need to get destroyed? If you're really brilliant, you would destroy the United States and you would destroy Russia and China. You'd destroy the big power brokers. But it appears, at least if we follow the Deagle map, U.S. and these Western nations and Israel as well, but then somehow this is where it gets really nefarious is Kissinger recently said, hey, we have weapons more advanced than nuclear um, bombs. It's almost like they don't care. They want Russia and China to blow up these Western nations, take the hit, and then break out the super UFO um, space-based weapons. If you don't believe in space, maybe they've got things hooked up to the firmament. They definitely have UFO technology that are that they reverse engineered or came up with, and they're just suppressing and for this fake alien invasion or this fake alien deception that we were created by aliens and it would just be fallen angels. That's how this whole thing's going to go down, my friends. The three kings are going to be destroyed on purpose. They're going to break out this artificial intelligence beast system, the Antichrist consciousness. His head is going to be placed on this quantum supercomputer. That dream, I'm talking about the dream I had. And then it'll be a transhumanism agenda. You take the mark of the beast, you are unredeemable. Christ cannot save you. And I think this vaccine, even though people are emitting numbers, I think it's a priming process, but they're losing their free will. They're defiling the temple of God. That's where it's dangerous. That's where this whole thing's dangerous, but you have not worshiped the image yet. Wild, my friends, this is wild. Hopefully that made some sense. And let's go a little bit deeper into scripture for these end time kingdoms, because I think this was Irvin Baxter that came up with this, found this. And what's interesting with Daniel 7 is this is not the same interpretation of the beast from uh, the king of Babylon. This is different because this was a different vision, just like how the book of Revelation, they're not in sequential order with vials and the trumpets. They're just not. They're, they, they end at the same point. That's why I think you'll be here through the seven full seven years when that whole thing goes down. But let's read. And the four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse from one another. The first was like a lion. That's the UK, according to Urban Baxter. I think he's right. And had eagle's wings, the United States birthed from the lion. And I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked and it was lifted up from earth and made stand upon the feet as a man and a man's heart was given to it. And behold, another beast, a second like a bear, that's Russia. And it was raised itself on the side and it had three ribs in the mouth of it between the teeth of it and said thus unto it, Arise, devour much flesh. This always uh, impacts me when I learn through Irvin that the bear represents Russia because my great-great-grandfather and family members, he was a Baptist preacher, well-educated, and he was speaking against Lenin and he was sent to Siberia and just taken out. So I've seen this playbook before and I've studied it as a kid. Maybe that's why I'm so hyper aware of what's going on. And let's continue reading. After this, I beheld and lo, another, like a leopard. So some think this is Germany and the EU 
when you start diving deep into the rest of the sentence, which had upon it back of its four wings of a fowl and the beast had also four heads and dominion was given to it. After this, I saw a night vision and behold, a fourth beast. This is interesting. This is that AI slash Roman empire got government tech companies, right? This is where this lands. And I think, I think by scripture and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, strong, exceedingly, and it had great iron teeth and it devoured and break in pieces and stamped the residue of the feet of it. And it was diverse. It was different from all the beasts because it's transhumanism. It's in you. It's that fake Trinity. 5G, Holy Ghost is fake. Quantum computer is the little G God. And then they're going to upload consciousness with the Antichrist. They're going to upload the Antichrist consciousness that replicates Christ after he is sacrificed or injured. And then he's going to come out as a hologram. It's just, it's just, that's how this whole thing's going to go down. Again, that was from a dream. Diverse from all the beasts that were before it, and it had 10 horns. Consider the horns and behold, there came up among them a little horn. This is the Antichrist before whom there was, were three of the first horns plucked up from the roots. This is the World War III, where three horns are going to be devastated. And behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of men, the mouth speaking great things. This is the hologram. Behold, till the thrones were cast down, the ancient of days did sit, whose garment was white as snow and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was like on the fire, fiery flame and his wheels as burning fire. And so the end of that Antichrist dream, I saw the silver hands just crushed the head of the antichrist head that was sitting on that supercomputer and i'm sure it was this consciousness on that supercomputer but it starts to make sense diverse than all the beasts this is how this whole thing is going to go down my friends now i'm not going to get into the gog and magog war ezekiel 38 39 i've always read this as the millennial reign because they're going to go after unwalled villages and I would go to them that are at rest, that dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls. You think of Israel, it's hyper aware. I remember seeing a picture 10 years ago of a teacher in Israel having an M16 wrapped around her, walking her students. This does not seem like Israel today, but, but the players are lining up for the end of days. So curious your points about Ezekiel 38, 39. I was just like, it just seems like the millennial reign to me. Is, is what it appears to me. I think at the top, this is a power play of power brokers. And we're seeing the three kings that are going to get subdued. At the end of the day, the 10 kingdoms, maybe it'll be seven after three kings are taken out, are tech companies, or at least have tech in their backbone. And they're going to have one mind. They're going to bring all their tech together. They're, they're going to be united with this transhumanism agenda. And it'll be, and then that little horn will come up, which is the Antichrist. His consciousness will be put into this quantum computer, right? That is like an alien God, a fallen angel God, according to the inventor, that's omnipresent, no more free will. They'll know your thoughts, according to Noah Harari, Klaus Schwab, right? 5G, 6G, 60 is perfect for holograms. I saw this image as a hologram with the Antichrist consciousness who had legs and everything else, but in, in my dream, it was just his head was on the supercomputer. So it'll be trickery, but it was beautiful. This hologram was so vivid in my dream. And again, 
you know you're going to be unredeemable when you worship this image. And I think the I think the vaccines now are priming you. They're turning you into this transhumanism two-way communication mode, right? The executive, I think it was from Nokia, said you'll be the cell phone by 2030. They're, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to jack you to make you the cell phone. But I think at the end of the day, when you peel back the onion, all these government leaders know one of two things. They either know we're going into a mini ice age, right, where the Chesapeake Bay was frozen back in the 16, early 1700s. And then let's read this. Paintings from the 1600s depict people ice skating in the Thames River in London on the canals of the Netherlands, places that are ice-free before and after the little mini ice age. Places as far away as South America and China might also have been cooled. Scientists don't exactly know what causes little ice age, but there are theories. I even heard a flat earth theory say they think um, the sun will have a new rotation to go to the outer limits. I thought that was fascinating. But I'm a Planet X guy, and I think they know something is coming in as well. I mean, ultimately, it is global warming. It's everything's going to burn in the end. But these are some of the podcasts that I've talked about where they're just showing wild signs in the sky, these mega spirals, freaking people out, a huge orb in Alaska and chemtrails covering these things up. There's signs in the heavens, my friend. So something is coming in. I think this is a system coming in where all of a sudden we'll start seeing these fallen angels, which they'll call aliens being a part and running with us. So, so there's positioning of where and what and who will rule this world with these power brokers, this infighting. And then the Luciferians at the top really don't care who wins because they are going to bring in their artificial intelligence, this little horn antichrist to rule it all. They need, almost need it to burn down, right? And 2030 is such a critical date. This is, you know, 2000 year, years ago, Christ started his ministry. And if you actually listen to this, there's some esoteric knowledge, maybe some hidden dates as well. So check out that podcast, Real Meaning for 2030. This seems to be a major date because they've got a copycat Christ. Fallen angels coming back. Who knows? Who knows? We're going to close here. I've had so many dreams of the United States being attacked. Here's how I think it'll go down. Civil War communist antifa uprising more of that right we have the elections coming up maybe protesting against abortion there's a reason why they pass things and they've jacked us with this this graphene head remote control programming head so there with seal 2 be able to program chaos but they need people to be pissed off for a reason to give them the motivation to do violence then this technology that they have operation crimson mist in rwanda research that we did a podcast on that I think we call it divide and control that podcast folks that's seal two. They're going to have multiple ways of seal one. We've proven that, that, that that's been launched. You can just see they're really trying to burn it all down for inflation. That is happening. You need to get simple. You need to buy seeds. You need to buy your physical King James version Bible. And then seal four is this world war three that they're pushing They're You know, I think it's a 70 30 play where they're, provoking Russia. I think Putin's a nationalist. I think he plays with the, the New World Order boys. But at the end of the day, he has his fiefdom, his fiefdom. You know, he has his billions. Why would you want to give that up to somebody else? Doesn't make any sense. Or maybe he's thinking he can run the whole show. That could be as well. We might be seeing a Hegelian dialectic. I mean, at the end of the day, he's talking about morals, don't pervert our kids, and they're putting laws on the books. He actually helps save Christians being beheaded in Syria. He seems to be pushing and saying he's going to actually protect Christians. He's calling out the Western leaders wokeism and saying, why are you afraid of your Christianity? 
He actually investigated 911 on who, what, when, where, why, and how. Piers, he has control of the central bank. <laughs> now, on the flip side, you got the BRICS nations aligned with the World Economic Forum. He is doing as well a central bank digital currency. That'll just be an enslavement system. So you need to be awake what's going on. And if all of a sudden Russian troops show up in America, that's not a good sign, especially China uh, soldiers as well. So we need to decentralize. We need to get in the word of God. We need to think simple. And we ultimately, we just need to save souls, right? This is a great time to be alive to save souls. But the Lord has been working on me. You know, I'm one of those goofy dudes that like to just do a random search once in a while besides my typical Bible study. And I keep on coming up with Nahum 3, where mathematically I think it's impossible. And then I'm talking to a sister in Christ and she mentions this as well, that she's reading this. She's like, whoa, this sounds like America. Sounds like America. You think about our love for money and our our worship of sports and we have a wake up call. We're pushing perversion around the world. Sodom and Gomorrah, Sodom and USA, I like to call it. And I know there are a lot of God-fearing Christians. We need to pray. We need to pray for forgiveness. And if, if it's the United States time, it's our time. Just pray where you need to be, what your role is. And the worst thing that can happen is you die and you, you see the father, right? Get saved if you're not saved, but let's, let's roll it. This is Nahum three. Woe to the bloody city. It is all full of lies and robbery. The prey departeth not the noise of a whip and the noise of the rattling of the wheels and of the prancing horses and of the jumping chariots. The horseman lifteth up both the bright sword and the glittering spear, and there is a multitude of slain, and a great number of carcasses, and there is none end of their corpses. They stumble upon their corpses. Because of the multitude of the whoredoms of the well-favored harlot, the mistress of witchcrafts, that selleth nations through her whore. That sounds like Hollywood to me. Witchcraft, pushing this witchcraft, pushing this whoredom, smut that we produce. Music, smut, pharmacia, witchcraft, poison, sorcery, pushing that around the world. We've been blessed, but we've lost our first love. Autumns and families through her witchcrafts. Behold, I am against thee, saith the Lord of hosts, and I will discover thy skirts upon thy face, and I will show the nations thy nakedness and the kingdoms thy shame. And I will cast abominable filth upon thee, and make thee vile, and will set thee as a gazing stock. And it shall come to pass that all they that look upon thee shall flee from thee, and say, Nineveh is laid waste. Who will bemoan her? Whence shall I seek comforters for thee? Art thou better than populous No, that was situate among the rivers? that had the waters round about it, whose rampart was the sea, and her wall was from the sea. Ethiopia and Egypt were her strength, and it was infinite. Put and Lubim were thy helpers. Yet was she carried away, she went into captivity. Her young children also were dashed in pieces at the top of all the streets, and they cast lots for her honorable men. 
and all her great men were bound in chains. That reminded me of my dream. Don't get on the train. Thou also shalt be drunken. Thou shalt be hid. Thou also shalt seek strength because of the enemy. All thy strongholds shall be like fig trees with the first ripe figs. If they be shaken, they shall even fall into the mouth of the eater. Behold, thy people in the midst of thee are women. The gates of thy land shall be set wide open unto thine enemies. The fire shall devour thy bars. Draw thee waters for the siege. Fortify thy strongholds. Go into clay and tread the mortar. Make strong the brick kiln. There shall the fire devour thee. The sword shall cut thee off. It shall eat thee up like the canker worm. Make thyself many as the canker worm. Make thyself many as the locusts. Thou hast multiplied thy merchants above the stars of heaven. The canker worm spoileth and flieth away. Thy crowned are as the locusts, and thy captains as the great grasshoppers, which camp in the hedges in the cold day. But when the sun ariseth, they flee away, and their place is not known where they are. Thy shepherds slumber, O king of Assyria. Thy nobles shall dwell in the dust. Thy people is scattered upon the mountains, and no man gathereth them. There is no healing of thy bruise. Thy wound is grievous. All that hear the brute of thee shall clap the hands over thee. For upon whom hath not thy wickedness passed continually? Mmm. Strikes to the core. So, scottofshewellfire.com, final day's report. Pretty heavy one here, but folks, World War III is right around the corner. And if I think about all those different dreams of America just getting attacked, let's pray. Let's pray for grace, my friends. I mean, at the end of the day, it's really all about Lucifer being the great copycat. He needs to destroy it all down for this one world government. He has to bring in World War III. So I've, I'm thinking about those three kings being destroyed. And again, Putin said, whoever runs AI has AI. The best AI runs the world. So there's something with these tech companies in these 10 kingdoms. Maybe then it'll be seven after three are destroyed. What a great time to be alive, my friends. What a great time to be alive. So forward this to people you're trying to wake up, especially those that are Christians that keep vaccinating themselves. Have a blessed day.